Welcome to our new episode of the FCJ Youth Network's Home is Here podcast. All uprooted youth are welcome. Welcome to the new episode of Superheroes Without Water. Uh, today we are here with a very special guest here. Uh, her name is Sakura. Do I pronounce it correct? Yes, Sakura. That's how I would pronounce it, Sakura. Oh, uh, is it like the Japanese one? Like the yeah, Sakura. like oh, the like cherry blossom. I wanted to... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Like, no, like I wanted to be like, hmm, at first I wanted to maybe name myself Cherry Blossom, but I'm like, no, I like how Sakura sounds better, so okay. Sakura it is. Okay. Um, yeah, do you, do, you go to, do you go to the high park during the spring season when there's like a lot of Sakura blooming? It sucks. It sucks. Because there's so many people, you can't take good photos there. Wow. So I like to go to like Centennial Park, yeah. where they have like like strip of like cherry blossoms. Yeah. So it's really nice. Like there, it's like not that crowded, but at Lake Shore, Lake Shore, at um, High Park, it's pretty busy. So I like yeah. it's nice, but it doesn't last that long. Well, why, 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 uh, why would you choose a name Sakura? Like, and what's your superpowers? So. Like, I've always felt like, you know, I think my favorite type of, one of my favorite type of flowers would be, like, the cherry blossom. Just the overall meaning of it mm -hmm. and how people associate it with, like, spring and rebirth and all those things. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I can relate to that in one way. Um, and also with, like, other people. Mm -hmm. When it comes to people, like, they make mistakes and stuff, I like to forgive them and kind of like restart and be like okay like you made a mistake let's just like have a new beginning let's start all over again and like in a way like you know also like cherry bosses are like love and like you know calmness and serene all those things so. so it's all about second chances all about second chances yes okay um so that's a superpower like giving other people second chances sharing them more love yeah, yeah, like a second, yeah, like people, if they could have like a second chance at doing mm -hmm. sort of thing. I, I, I guess it could tie back to also time traveling in a way. I don't know. How? Like giving second chances, right? So a lot of people are like, if I could travel back in time, uh -huh. like, a, like a, that would be like a second chance. But I would oh. say more of like second chances and like, you know, like showing people that it's good to give other people second mm -hmm. chances because we all make mistakes so yeah i agree like we all make mistakes and yeah i definitely had those moments where i thought like you know i wish i could do it like i could relive mm -hmm. the moment again and do yeah. something else but yeah that's 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 a very unique i would say you know like special superpower yeah <laughs> first time i've ever heard it <laughs> um but yeah can you tell us more about your journey as a migrant superhero like what motivated you to start the journey so I like from the very beginning you're talking about yeah like how did you move you know like to Canada and what made you you know like to become a superhero like you know so I initially came when I was six with my family mm -hmm. from Mexico um so that's been over 16 years so I've been here for 16 years now so it's been a long time <laughs> um i came here with my family we are originally like i said from mexico 
So, um, I guess a growing up was like always that moment of like, again, like kind of restarting with life mm -hmm. and all those things, you know, because I guess, um, in a way that connects to my superpower because, you know, when we came from, from Mexico to Canada, it was like restarting again, oh. getting another second chance second at chance. life to maybe, you know, do good or yeah. like have a better chance at life and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of times that connects to me. Yeah. Um, and like, again, getting second chances with like starting new, getting new friends, new family, chosen family, mm -hmm. all of those things. So, yeah. And uh, you said you were six when you moved here. Mm -hmm. Did you still remember the time, like, uh, vividly when you came here to Canada as a freshly new, newly arrived immigrant? So, yeah, I'm the oldest one for my family, right? And I was just talking to a friend and she was telling me, you know, like, when you're six, that's like the most crucial part in your life mm -hmm. where that's where like that's the time that shapes who you will be when you get older. Like she was telling me coming here at age six is the most like like it will impact you for the rest of your life. And I think it has, which in like a way it's oh it's like shaped me. And it's taught me, like, I always think about this. I'm like, what if I didn't grow up here? How would I have been? Like, all those things, especially, like, being as a, a woman, yeah. woman of color, yeah. an older sister. Like, it's always, like, you know, like, yeah, like, I feel like it shaped me a lot and taught me to be a totally different person than I would have been maybe if I was in my home country. Yeah, and growing up along the way, did you face any challenges, like, And if so, like, how did your work come in? Um, I guess um, maybe I would say because I was pretty young, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to to um, separate the two things. Like, I grew up here, but I also grew up without any sort of, you know, status in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I grew up and I could relate at one point with my with my classmates, but then. To an extent, I was like, wait, that's not me. That's not like my my friends were going to Cuba or whatever, or they were going on field trips or even during high school, everybody would be like, let's plan a trip to Europe, blah, blah, blah. After college, after high school, a grad field trip, let's do all these things. And I was like, oh, sure, I might be able to go. And then I would give like the biggest excuse and I would give the dumbest excuse as well and be like, oh, um, You know, maybe maybe next time, but I'd be like, when's next time? It's like the biggest trip of the year, the biggest trip of our lives. And I'd be like, uh, well, maybe, I don't know, another another time. We'll plan it. Like, I, I don't have enough time. And then it would I would like it would be an excuse after an excuse after an excuse. So, yeah, it was um, yeah, it was like different, but not that different. I tried to like relate a lot of the times. I mean, I feel like a lot of people like who go in similar situations such as yours mm -hmm. can relate to it because I myself found myself in like situation like this. I grew up as a stateless person, and yeah, even my friends would be like, you know, like let's visit you, you know, this country, and I'm like, I cannot like I have to go through hundreds of procedures before I can like mm -hmm. go to this country. It's not just me. Mm -hmm. I took my passport and tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, exactly. So I can feel your your frustration where it's coming from, mm -hmm. especially when you feel like you know you're all the same. But then mm -hmm. your status is define you otherwise. Like yeah, yeah. So talking more about your superpowers, like how did you discover your superpowers, like in a way, and 
how did it evolve through the time i guess just like overall like you know you go through this like teenage phase and stuff like that and i obviously made a lot of mistakes that i i regret till this day and i would have you know even even with those mistakes and everything that i did i was always you know taught like yeah you can't forget about it but at least learn to forgive mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you can be like close to the person like that's up to you yeah like maybe somebody did wrong to you and you choose to you know never speak to them again mm -hmm. but at least in your own person you you can forgive them and i i felt like there was a lot of instances where i had people hurt me and if i had if i i could tell the person and be like you know they would be surprised and be like how could you have for forgiven that person like that's the most like like i would never forgive them but i'm like but at the same time i feel like i would always feel this sort of like burden or this sort of like sadness in me but when i when i've learned to be like okay like it's not up to me on how they act or how they are able to to portray themselves towards me and i'm able to forgive them then it's just like up to them but again i don't that doesn't mean i'm going to be close to them of course right yeah. uh, but i've i've been able to forgive a lot of people that have hurt me so you give them second chances yeah second chance and yeah life is all about second chances i believe and people do make mistakes but mm -hmm. it's really hard to like like do this in practical where you have to actually forgive them and let go of things and like you know be like as if nothing has happened so yeah that's that for my case i wouldn't be like oh like i'm forgiving you but i'm gonna forget about it no like you're gonna have to work harder than before mm -hmm. not saying that i'm going to be like talking about your mistakes all the time because i forgave you for a reason but i'm gonna be able to like you know if you do it to me again then that's another thing because yeah. that's why i'm giving you a second chance not a third not a fourth <laughs> just the second, second chance. chance okay so only two chances like then you're like uh, no depends. Three strikes. No three strikes. Two strikes, you're done. You're done. Depends. it depends it depends but yeah that's yeah uh, so can you share a bit more specific experience where you use the superpower like to help others in need? Um, I guess um, I had this one person that we were we were pretty close growing up, um, and what happened was we had a small like we had a fallout. We were mm -hmm. pretty close. And um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was on my end because I feel like, or I think, I hope, I, I tried my best um, in trying to, like, work it out mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, but they had some issues going on in their life, right? And then when they try to get, like, in touch with me again, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I didn't mean to hurt you and do all these things. And, like, you know, like, it, it was my fault like again you don't know what the person's going through mm -hmm. they might hurt you but you just don't know if it's intentional or not and again it's up to it's like in on them right um so i you know i've had those instances where i also did something wrong and you know i've been also forgiven but i feel like hey like i have to also be that way because like i can't live with that sort of like burden of like yeah like not being able to like get over something because that that did that did uh affect me a lot where we were really close and then all of a sudden they just like completely cut me off and they did all these things 
and you know i was able to be like okay like i've done mistakes too and i've been forgiven i'll i'll be able to forgive the person too mm -hmm. um so we're like again it, we're not close we're not as close as before but we do talk occasionally like we we text each other and stuff so i feel like that's one instance where i did use my superpower is giving other people a second chance because like you said as well everybody deserves a second chance yeah i believe so and um Coming to your culture identity, coming from like Mexico, like mm -hmm. what role has your culture identity played in your superhero origin story? Um, I'm not sure if in my like I since I grew up here, I didn't really grow up with any other like people from Mexico. Mm -hmm. All of my family is back home. Yeah. Like I haven't spoken to like I've spoken to them, but it's not like I've like had any sort of relationship outside of like through my family and that's it um but like i would say maybe not not towards mexico but towards my own like my parents my sisters that's also been like kind of like implemented into me that like oh like you know forgive obviously you're not gonna forget about it that's not realistic but I feel like my parents have shaped a lot in that sense that hey, like it's it's good to be forgiven because you know like you've also you've also done wrong and nobody's perfect and you know so I think it's so, my parents. So not it's kind of indirectly influence of your culture. So like your parents, you know, grew up in the Mexican culture. Yeah, they kind of shaped on who you are. As yeah. A and other than that, like, do you think there are other any elements from like your Mexican identity or your, maybe your uh, Canadian identity that you have incorporated in your superhero persona? Mm. I mean, like Canadians are known for like you know like forgiveness. And true, and true. Canadians are known to be forgiven. So I guess that, like, everybody. I remember, like, I feel like. Um, like Canada isn't one set, I guess, culture. It's like, again, a mix of, of everything. Like there's so many people in this country now. It's so diverse that we're influenced by, like I could be, like for example, like I could be friends with mm -hmm. uh, somebody who's from somewhere in Europe, right? And they have their own, like uh, own cultural values and stuff like that. And I might be hanging out with them a lot. So I, I don't I wouldn't necessarily say it's like one set mm -hmm. one. I would say it's like a mix of everything. Um, but since I have been mostly with like Latinos and the Latino com community, I feel like um, it's very homey in a way. Like it's very family oriented and family is very like it's always together. Right. So I feel like I've had that connection with with mm -hmm. myself and my family. And that's how I kind of like. I guess my superpower has shaped because like my parents have always taught me like the family you have it's like you know like it's your family like you're in a way that's that's the only thing you you kind of have at times so um you know always learn to forgive um and always learn to uh be kind towards other and loving and just overall just sh like even though somebody might not show you love you know, like Selena Gomez, kill him with kindness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know what you mean, but I'm kidding. I don't nobody, how does um, nobody know the old songs of Selena Gomez? No, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I agree with what you say. Like, you know, like, 
the influence of home is really like detrimental, like of who you become as a person, like your influence a lot, you know, your parents, your family, and uh, I guess like within family too, you have like you know like disagreements, and mm -hmm. you, know, you give more than a couple of second chances to your you know. Yeah. They're like they have unlimited chances. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we say you might use it for their advantage, but like you know, like yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So how has your experience as a migrant shaped your understanding of issues like diversity or social justice or human rights? Um, I would say like again, I grew up here, right? So it might be different from other people because like. I had the privilege of, of um, you know, like, I don't feel like, um, like, a lot of, I've noticed that with my parents or with people that I know I are a little, like, get got here a little bit older, where, um, like, as, again, being the older one, being the older sister, I always had to help out with my parents with talking to certain people because maybe their accent was, quote-unquote, not like they couldn't understand them which is very dumb because you know like they're talking in english come on but um i feel like that has um like that has been a like a like with my parents with those around with my sisters as well right being the older one um like i like i feel like i've had to be like the second mom in my family mm -hmm. i have i just have two sisters but i feel like it's like uh, my parents are working and i have to be there to take care of my sisters that's how i grew up um always trying to help my parents out with like when they couldn't understand something or when my sisters have to go to doctor's appointment i go along or i do all the booking or whatever so that's one of the things that I feel like have been a, an advocate within my family and also within my community um, where I try to help out friends that I know that might be in a similar situation to mine or I might be going through maybe another different pathway but also like trying to help them reach out in other sources and not only like with people within like the same sort of situation as me but also friends who might be I guess Canadian citizens or who might have been born here or uh, who might be like going through like whatever like sort of situation I tried and and help out and those sort of things. I guess being a migrant you know like going through a lot of you know different kind of situations like uh, makes you more empathetic because you now understand like you know what other might, person might be going through like even though it's not very visible. <clears throat> No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like, I, I feel like maybe you could even relate to that, right? Yeah. Like, you see all the struggles that other people might be going through. So, like, especially you working in the sort of like environment, right? Like, you can see it, and it makes you more passionate. It makes you be more of an advocate and reach out. And even though you might not be in a place where you're, um you're like in a way like legally safe mm -hmm. in my like you know my case and maybe yours um like for those who might be listening right it's always still good to be able to you know be able to help those in need yeah classic superhero movie, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah I, I moving to the next question like i i want to know like have you 
growing up here as a migrant, like you said, you grew up here when you came here when you were six, and you practically spent most of your life here. Mm -hmm. Did you face any discrimination or any negative attitudes because of your status as a migrant? Um, yes, and also more, I would say, because I, I think I've like I think I've mentioned this before to other people, but I remember growing like I for I remember the first um so coming here I obviously didn't know any English, and I remember the first or second year I think it was the second year no the first year so I was in grade one, um and I remember this this kid coming up to me and he we were like doing these sort of no 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 it was in grade one it was grade two. Mm -hmm. So he asked me, he's like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Mexico. And like, it's so weird because knowing little kid, like, how does a little kid know this? And he said, oh, so you're part of like the drug cartel. Ooh. So I was like, what? <laughs> the whole I was like, how does a little kid, like now that I look back, I'm like, how do little kids get these sort of ideas in their head? You know, like, it's so weird. Like, how did he know like Mexico and like drugs and then me? And it was like, what? popular media like narcos and you know like but like imagine a great two like that's so weird yeah their parents should be more you know they, they should be watching this kind of <laughs> probably um but that's one i wouldn't necessarily say it's maybe because of my immigration status um but i guess maybe just accessing certain things like jobs healthcare, even schooling mm -hmm. again doing all these normal things like getting a driver's license being able to drive being able to travel um yeah like things we might take for granted like you know i remember a lot of the times that we we had to go to the hospital but then we had to pay out of pocket mm -hmm. which was very hard Because, yeah. like, the only person that was working was my dad. Mm. Um, so that was pretty hard. Um, another thing would be, like, you know, I remember one time I was in grade, I was in grade eight, and we were going to this, um, like, alpine skiing sort of thing that was for, like, a grad trip. Because, I like, I don't know, so I've heard some people here in Canada, they don't have middle schools, but I went to a middle school. Mm -hmm. Um And I was like begging my mom, I'm like, oh, I really want to go there. Like, I want to go skiing. Like, I've never been skiing before. I've heard about skiing, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, no, you can't go. And I was like, why? She's like, because we can't afford, like, in case you get hurt. Like, what if you get hurt? And then blah, blah, blah. Like, all these things. She was like, I don't want you to get hurt. And then if you get hurt, you're going to end up in the hospital. And then the hospital, like, we can't afford it. And then you'll be hurt even more. And then all these things. And I just didn't understand. So I was like, oh, it's okay. We'll just... We'll just go to the hospital and like doesn't matter, right? Uh, I ended up going. I didn't get hurt, but I learned afterwards, like a few years after of my situation, and I was like, oh, we're true. Okay, like now I understand why my parents were kind of yeah. secretive and all these things. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, it's, it must have been really hard for your parents to say no, you know, like to you because you know it's something out of their control. Yeah, like I had to lie a lot of the times to my classmates. I remember because in the CNE, you know, have yeah. you been to the CNE? Yes. Okay, in the CNE, they have this sort of like indoor building where they have all these booths with different countries, like um, gifts and stuff. They have. I don't know. Have you seen it before? Um, inside the convention center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have like different countries, yeah. like booths, and in the booths they have like maybe like jewelry or like plates or like mm. 
clothing and stuff like that. So we went in there and then I saw this this necklace um, that was from China, made in China. It was like a little dog and I loved it. I wore it like forever. And then I went back to, it was during summer. So I came back uh, to to school and then my friends were asking me, they're like, you so, you have such a pretty necklace. Where'd you get it from? And I was like, oh, I went to China to get it. Because <laughs> they were asking, they were like, where did you go during the summer? And I'm like, oh, I got this from China. And I, it didn't seem believable because I said I went through the weekend. I, I told them I went from Friday to, to, to like Sunday and they were like doing the math and they're like, that is not possible. How can you go to China <laughs> Friday to Sunday? It was a business trip. It was, <laughs> I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, shoot. I Because I obviously like me not being able to travel, I would never. And the girl was from China. So she knew how long it took to travel yeah. to China. And I was like, oh, shoot. And with Chinese, she's doing all the math. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, so... Um, and aside from that, like, have you found any support from the community that you're from? Like, as a mega superhero, have you found any support from the Canadian community here? Yeah, like all the time. Um, one of the things was when we were starting to kind of like expose ourselves and stuff, you know, like being, being able to like talk about it more. Um, I remember like when I was in high school, I wouldn't, when we were applying for like colleges, I wouldn't tell anybody, I would avoid my counselor like appointment where everybody had to book an appointment to talk to their counselor about applying for college, applying for university, applying for a job, applying for whatever. And I avoided it like the plague. Like I was just like always calling sick. I was like, no, I can't go. I'm going to go home and like rest because I'm feeling so sick. So I was just like, you know, like yeah. go home. And then uh, I remember when my sisters were in school, we had to tell a teacher and the teacher, I'm not joking. I was not expecting the reaction she got because not only did she help us with when my sisters had to go through certain things during school, but she also helped us with food when we had COVID. She helped us with gift cards. She was super understanding and I would have never imagined getting that support from school. Like, Usually, like in school, I was so afraid to talk to anybody about my situation. I was always scared to even like apply for a night school because in the paper they would ask you, what's your status? And they would have like, you know, like you're like they would have sections, citizen, refugee, permanent resident, study permit. Like they would have all those sections and I'd be like, what do I put? Because I'm not included in any of those. So I would go home and I tell my friend and be like, don't say anything. You're not going to a night school. You're just going to take the course during the normal regular hours of school. So, yeah, like I never imagined I would have gotten the support from from school and that teacher. She's been like she's always checking up on on our family, even though like my my sister and my middle sister and I are not in the school anymore. But she's still always like she's always checking up on us. She's always like, do you want us to give you any sort of like help and gift cards? And she's been so helpful. So like that's one person also with like my boyfriend. Right. Like he's been super helpful, like. He knows of my situation, so he's also been, like, extremely supportive. And he's been, like, like you know, like, going through these sort of things can be really, really stressful. Mm-hmm. And since I'm the older one and I have to kind of be on tap with a lot of things, it can get emotionally, like, emotionally draining. So I feel like I sometimes become la toxica <laughs> in a way. And not, like, 
I, I don't do it on purpose, but I do bring a lot of my emotions into the relationship and I get irritated, especially when I'm going through something like that. So he's very understanding in the sense that he's very, very like supportive in a lot of things. So, so you say you found like, it's like a gold mine, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you've been like, you made it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you practically answered what I wanted to ask next. Like, you know, like, how have your relationship with friends and family changed since you started your, you know, like, uh, your superhero journey? You know? mm-hmm. like, pretty much answered. Yeah, like with my, with like I said, with my, not really in my school because I don't go there, but in my sister school with my like personal relationship with my parents. I feel like my sisters and I have, have I my sisters and I have gotten a lot closer, mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic where it was like kind of like, you know, you got sick and then everybody was like going through their own things. So, we got really close. Like we have a we have a like a three-ish mm-hmm. year difference between the three of us. So, um you know, she was like we had a like a at least like i would say like a gap like when i was in high school the youngest one was in like elementary school and the other one was like in middle school high school and then i graduated and then it was like you know they got closer and i kind of got separate because i had to do the adult stuff so now we're all pretty close because we are in sort of like the she's going through a similar situation that i and the middle one went through and i'm sort of trying to like help them out in a way like again i'm not the best big sister in the world Everybody makes mistakes. But again, I always learn from them where they give us. They give me second chances. Mm-hmm. They're very, 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 very forgiving in this. But then again, you said you're like a mother figure to them, right? I hope I have. I obviously, like, I want to be their big sister. But I also hope I've been able to yeah. to show them that I, even though I might feel stressed or have all these other things, um, that I'm still their sister and I always will be there for them. So, yeah. And um, aside from that, have you ever worked with any other superheroes or superhero organizations, migrant organization, and how has this collaboration impacted you? Um, like if I've worked with, oh, so I, I guess so. Um, I've tried to be like an outreach towards the circle of friends I have. Mm-hmm. And also, like I said, um, people in the mig- immigration um like situation as me or not like i've always tried to help both like from both sides because i feel like i'm like kind of in the middle because then nobody really su- suspects that i i am in an immigration situation yeah. but those who do know like i also try to help them out right because i feel like like um i think maybe i might be able to like teach them in a way i don't know maybe because like i want to like help those out who are newcomers like give them advice on how to go about the situation right because i've like i've been here the longest mm-hmm. i guess maybe from from the ones that i know mm-hmm. so i kind of i kind of want to be like um the the mentor in a way i don't know if that makes sense Understood. and uh, yeah and yeah coming to the next question like uh, <laughs> in what ways have you found yourself like growing as in growing as a person throughout your superhero journey um it took me a while like it took me a while to be that the the way i am right now uh through a lot of uh, you know um relationships 
that are unfortunately not the same way as before, right? Yeah. The second chance relationships. Yeah, like um like uh, some I was hoping that we 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 could have a second chance and I was willing to do that on my end, but then on their end they were like mm-hmm. no, like I don't like yeah. I like um, how do I, how should I say it? Like I was willing to forgive them, but they were willing they were not willing to to like change right so um it was like a repeated sort of thing yeah so yeah yeah so i've learned to also like even though they might not be able Mm -hmm. to like we might not have the same relationship like like what i hold for them is just love and like i don't want for them to to feel like that i like that i have anything bad towards them Mm -hmm. Right. I, I want like obviously you're still gonna feel something, but you're always learning and trying to to overcome those feelings. But personally, did that those situations help you grow? You know, like in a sense, have you know have a stronger mental fortitude or like? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Also, like um, being a superhero, like I would say, involves um, especially a migrant superhero involves uh, like. A lot of heavy burden in such like such like, you know, emotional and stress and everything like and how do you balance everything? Mm-hmm. How do you take care of yourself? Yeah. Um. How do I take care of myself? Yeah, like because being a superhero is stressful, you know. It, it yeah. Of, you know, like duties and jobs and responsibilities. Just relax. Go to sleep. I hang out with people that make me feel good and i hope i make them feel good too it's you know it's also about you know it's not all about getting it's also about giving so i try to do that um maybe yeah hang out with like family mm, listening to like podcasts i might be able to help all those things so those are some things that um like help me out i guess yeah i think you seem pretty relaxed and chill so we need to know your mantra (laughs) Yeah. Uh, how do you balance your superheroes activities that you like usually say you give help other people, give the second chance, and through your regular life? Like I try and listen to why they did like what they did for, mm-hmm. right? Like I try and listen, um, and you know, again, people do sort of like they act a certain way. They might feel like. A burden they might feel sad they might feel anger they might have mm-hmm. been hurt in the past so i try to like listen uh to how like what the reason was for the way they acted mm-hmm. so that's one i guess like one way um but yeah i think i think that's the main thing and can you tell us about a particular moment uh, where you have like which has really defined your you know who you are and what you're what you're gonna do with your superpowers like any specific moment Ooh. like where you thought like oh now i have to change myself and like you know like start giving other people second chances love them more be more compassionate mm. that's hard i don't really recall like one moment one one time Maybe it, it can be an evolution of your, you know, a, a series of events which you know led you to become who you are today. Mm, I guess you got me thinking. Yeah, yeah you got I mean, me thinking. 
I'm asking the hard questions. Right? Yeah, you're like putting me on the spot. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think I can answer that question right now. I have to really, really think about it. Yeah. It's a little bit of a tricky question because like, I could say maybe one moment, but then again, I could be like, no, but this also other situation. But I guess just maybe recently yeah. with all the things that have been going on recently with like, um, maybe like two to three years back, uh, again, with our immigration process, I had gotten into my first relationship um, and had just gotten to know the person um, with my sisters as well. We're all going through our own like, uh, you know different journeys in life even though we're we're living in, under the same roof we're also going through different emotions um with my parents uh with jobs all those things i feel like maybe in the past two years have shaped me and be like okay like you know like i have to change mm -hmm. um so maybe i think in the past two years it's like a, um a lot of things I, i wouldn't necessarily say like one moment but i would if i was to say like um the evolution or like the period i would have i would say maybe like in the past two years or so yeah okay so those were like the moments where which like shaped you yeah, yeah, yeah um aside from that like um are there any figures like globally or from your home country or maybe here from canada like uh, who inspired you like to in your superhero journey like my parents my, my parents. sisters yeah my friends my sisters mainly Like if I was, those are those are the people that came into mind. My parents and my sisters, um, they've taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. Even even though people usually say, with age comes wisdom. No, it doesn't. Okay, let's be <laughs> realistic. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can be younger than you, and I can have more knowledge, and you can yeah. be more stubborn, and I can be more blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's very relative. You know, some people are really wise. You know, as a kid, like you know, like mm -hmm. just right right out there, they're really smart, but like. Some people, it takes, like, a lot of time and a lot of, you know, like, experience. Yeah, and also because, like, a lot of the times older people think, like, you don't have the, the like, the lived experience. When in reality, miss, like, you've been sitting there doing nothing. And I've been here doing a lot of things. Like, with the same thing with the Greta girl, right? Like, people were criticizing her a lot because she was younger and she was advocating for the climate, climate change. And she was, like, telling all these older um. white men right a lot of we don't talk about that here i'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. no but like you know how she was like talking about like all of these things um she was like like you guys have to stop up you guys are supposed to be the adults like yeah. what's going on right like we're the other generation they're gonna have to live through your crappy like work and stuff so like you know yeah. Yeah. so i feel like I, I get I, it could be some people do agree with like oh with 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 age comes wisdom but in my case i don't necessarily think that's a right mm -hmm. saying i wouldn't necessarily put that as my a uh, high school graduation uh cool. quote of the year or whatever i wouldn't put it that like i would never put that. I, i would say the opposite <laughs> yeah i feel like speaking about greta thunberg like i feel like she's been like a kid like forever like <laughs> no no she I, has. When i was a kid she was a kid i've grown up now she's still a kid like, no um is there uh any particular song or piece of art from your culture you know that motivates you or energizes you as your superhero like from my culture it can be any culture like whatever you associate your culture with um i wouldn't say culture i don't associate with this culture right 
don't maybe a pop culture you know like any culture that that motivates any song any piece of oh i know a song i grew up listening to this song my mom loved this song you know the song somewhere over the rain you don't know the song uh i'm I'm too young for it i guess what everybody knows the song i forgot the artist sorry i did not grow up in canada what no, it's not even like a Canadian song. It's it's uh, like Over the Rainbow and it's like a guy who plays the ukulele. I forgot the name. Oh, I know the name of this of the guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He passed away though. So that so song sad. kind of motivated you like it, it bring you like It's a nice song. Oh, like if it you just listen calms you down. Yeah, or like another one would be like You are my sunshine, oh, my only sun. Like okay, it's similar to that song. In the sense that they're both like very like motivated or very like they're nice songs. They're like songs make about you feel calm, relaxed, mm-hmm. make you feel good about yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say good about myself. <laughs> I wouldn't say good about myself. I wouldn't say it makes me feel good about myself, but I feel like it helps a lot of people who might be feeling sad. Um please play that song in my funeral. I think it would make a lot of people happy. <laughs> I think you'll live more than me for sure. <laughs> So looking ahead, like, mm-hmm. what are your plans or goals as a superhero migrant? Mm, what oh, my goals? Yeah. Um, For the future. I think. Mm, mm, I think my goals would to like to continue to be an advocate for for youth, especially. I feel like that's what I've been wanting to to do. Um, for kids as well, for the most vulnerable people, right? Um, so I think that's what I would want to do in the future. Uh, just continue to be an advocate as much as I can mm-hmm. um, and try and, you know, make this world a better place for those who are coming behind us, you know, the the old, the, the what's it called? The, the iPad kids, you know? IPad, iPad, iPad generation. Yeah, the iPad generation, <laughs> the iPad kids. <laughs> And um, do you have any advice for you know people who are who went through similar situation as you, like who came here you know, growing up and did not have status, uh, even though they lived in the country for so long? Like, do you have any people you want to echo something out to those people? Mm-hmm. I would just say, <clears throat> like, I know it feels like a very lonely journey, and I know it feels like you know being here for so long that you're not getting anywhere. But, you know, always be able to, like, reach out to people because, you know, like, everybody just wants what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, get to know the person first. And not saying that you're going to tell everybody what's going on in your life, right? Because sadly, that's not not everybody in the world is going to be a trustworthy person. But, you know, like, be able to open yourself up because you're not alone in this. Um and being able to like reach out to other people, getting connected to other places. <clears throat> so I think that's um, that's like my main advice would be open yourself up a little bit and to know that you're not alone and to know that you know you can always reach out to people like like us. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now we're closing towards the you know like end questions. Yes, um, the most serious questions. No, so I've always been like really uh, intrigued or like you know like really like curious about the definition of home, especially for migrants like us. Mm-hmm. How do you think the definition of home has evolved for you? You know, throughout your superhero journey, like 
Mm, my I used to think it was like people who you were blood related. I would always associate myself with like, oh my 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 family, my home is people who I'm like either related by blood, right? Or people who I've known forever and ever and like I grew up here with and whatever. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the case. Trust yeah. me, that's not the case for my alleys. Right, I grew up with people, and like I don't even talk to them anymore. Right, like I I'm not close to them, and it's sad because like I see a lot of people growing up with their friends and families, and I like I wish I had that because I did have a group, but it's just unfortunately like didn't work out. So you know, um, home and family is those who actually are there for the good and the bad, for the pretty and the ugly. So I guess for you, home doesn't like necessarily associate with a specific place, but people, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Home is where your family is. Home is where those who love and care for you and are always looking out for like what's best for you. We're always reaching out to you, and you know that's. I feel like I felt that here. You know, I felt that with my with my with my family. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> with even even your pets like <laughs> my dog is like my baby okay like he's like he's my baby i didn't birth him but he's still my baby so i guess like we got a new quote for your school high school yearbook you know where you say like home is where your dog is yeah true home is where your dog is home is where food is that's another yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah now, now final question like final final question i promise like uh okay um what advice would you have given to yourself like you know to your past self, past self before uh before deciding the superhero journey you know mm, I, the first thing you know what the first thing that came into mind was yeah it's okay to cry it's okay to it's cry. okay to cry i don't know why i feel like that has nothing to do with what we're talking about but in a way i feel like it does because a lot of the yeah. times superheroes are related with like you're strong you're not supposed to fear mm-hmm. feel anything But at the same time, like, superheroes can still cry. Superheroes still have emotions, yeah. right? That's how that's how we got here. We got here through a lot of crying, a lot of sadness, a lot of emotions. So, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't feel like... A, I felt like a nobody. I was like, there's nobody like me around me. Like, I, I felt super alone. Even though I had my family, I still felt really, really alone. Like, I went through a really, really dark time Like during my high school years but you know like it's okay to cry it's okay to feel that way that doesn't make you any less strong it doesn't yeah. make you any less you know whatever like just cry and it'll make you it'll make you feel better wow. somebody yeah. once told me crying is the yeah. best medicine you're just training codes here like high school codes. <laughs> it's okay to kids cry. listen this is gonna be your high school high school um yearbook quote please it's, yeah it's okay to cry And on that note, uh, I would say, like, you know, like, we would like to thank Sakura for coming here and you know, sharing her story. And uh, thank you to all the listeners for listening to our podcast. Keep supporting us and have a good week ahead. Yes, kids. Have a, have a great day at school tomorrow if you have school. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel that way. That doesn't make you any less strong. It doesn't yeah. make you any less you know whatever like just cry and it'll make you it'll make you feel better wow. 
Somebody once told me crying is the you're, best medicine. You're just training goats here, like high school goats. <laughs> it's okay to Kids, cry. listen, this is going to be your high school. High school um, yearbook quote, please. It's, yeah, it's okay to cry. And on that note, uh, I would say, like, you know, like, we would like to thank Sakura for coming here and you know, sharing her story. And uh, thank you to all the listeners for listening to our podcast. Keep supporting us and have a good week ahead. Yes, kids, have a, have a great day at school tomorrow if you have school. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow our Instagram account at FCJ Youth Network. And to stay up to date on all the latest fun events that we're hosting, check out our page on the FCJ Refugee Center website, www.fcjrefugeecenter.org. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Home is here.